The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 Truck Stop at Exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 Kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store, and, of course, the Super Truck Showroom stocked with plenty of chrome, lights, and more. While you're there, don't forget to visit the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum next door. It's free. The entire team at the Iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you. They look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years. Sending you a giant thank you from Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop on I-80, exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80. It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA and around the world. That includes the Arctic Circle, North Pole, Santa's Village, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. All of his reindeer were female, by the way. True story. They had to be. Males lose their antlers in the winter. They all had antlers. Female retain theirs. There was also the that debate going on about the reindeer. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Oh, about their personality? About whether yeah. Santa treated the reindeer right or, you know... And then they were bringing up the fact on social media that, you know, reindeers aren't human beings. Right. But then you have, then it came in. Yeah. But, but there's, but those reindeers were sentient beings. Yeah. There was a difference here between that. So how should you have treated it? And I'm thinking to myself, well, I, I'm, I still remember when that first came on, I'm still questioning how the Burl Ives snowman could ride that razor blade down that snow hill. Yeah. I think that was just in the commercial. Yeah. That's what I said, the commercial. Yeah. Oh, in the commercial. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, it would have been weird product placement for him to ride the razor in the actual show. Hold on there. Yeah. Uh, what's Cornelius? The- Cornelius the- Brothers and Sister Rose. No. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. <laughs> With his ice pick. By the way, that sort of completes the week where you and I have done references to early 70s songs. Well, well go go back to that post wherever that was and, you know, did Santa treat the... And just remind everyone, well, you know, they had to have been female reindeer. And throw that in to see where it goes. Because <laughs> then the conversation about Santa treating them badly takes a whole new turn. Oh, that's right. <laughs> You're going to introduce a fact into the equation for consideration. And, yeah, it's about, you know, that. But So was Rudolph the only male? 
Or was it just a, like a... Rudolph on the show was voiced or, by a female. Or is that just like a boy named Sue kind of thing? Hard to know. Johnny Cash song. Because Rudolph was young. Oh, okay. The young don't shed their antlers, so we don't know yet. <laughs> I did see the meme. <laughs> they don't have much I, of antlers to shed. I, I, I did see the meme this week on social media. There's Rudolph, with, you know, from that show, the animated show, mm-hmm. with the big red nose. <laughs> and then remember Operation? The, the, oh, yeah. The, with, the, with the big red nose. <laughs> that would light up yeah, if and, you and, and made Rudolph a mistake. Goes, yeah. Hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. All right, but here's here's our Christmas gift to you. One last Joe Biden audio cut. All right. Because this is our last show of the year. Yeah, yeah, right. So, And it's about EVs. So it's the last Joe Biden audio cut for the year. Here with Eric and Gary on mm-hmm, Red Eye Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's on EVs. Yeah, right. And it's got everything, including the creepy voice. Yeah. yeah Here we go. Right. But by the way, the new Corvette is coming out electric, 0 to 62.9 seconds. Are you going to drive that one? I'm going to give it a shot. But by the way, the new Corvette is coming out electric, 0 to 62.9 seconds. Are you going to drive that one? I'm going to give it a shot. But by the way, the new Corvette coming out electric 0 to 62.9 seconds you gonna drive that one i'm going to give it a shot i get it i don't know why but it seems like to get the full effect you have to play it three times that's his interview with conan o'brien this it's just creepy weird what's with the whispering thing i have no idea i don't get it now and by, by the way, like he's telling you a secret? Yeah. Hey, hey, buddy, over here. Dude, are you smelling my hair right now? I still think that main story on the EVs where now they're reconsidering it, having a vote, you know, to have a California-like law because the storms wiped out so much of the grid. And some, and it was some Democrats thought, Oh, wait a minute. Before we decide to go entirely in electric fleet, mm-hmm. uh, well, we just realized that if a storm like this happens, nobody can get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, well, how will we charge them? <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's like they're just learning what they've been trying to promote. Oh, you got it. You have to tell everybody what you told me. I didn't hear the story, yeah, the cruise ship story. No, there was talk about <laughs> a battery powered <laughs> cruise ship. <laughs> Some engineers chimed in, chimed in and said, do you understand the incredible, unbelievable risk for fire <laughs> and how bad that fire would be how many don't ever get on that cruise ship um, so it would be all battery powered yeah would, would they have i i guess i don't know where you put the solar well, panels the, no there would i'm i'm certain there would have to be is it a hybrid some kind of some kind of backup okay I mean, there's there's no 
Oh, oh man. Oh, no, oh, there it is. Now, hmm. one of them has already made a maiden voyage, but I think this was on a grander scale. World's largest electric cruise ship makes maiden voyage in China with a whopping 7,500 kilowatt hour in uh, battery powering the whole thing. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. There's no way you can power this thing without it being well. The setup that uh, that uh, that they're doing for rail, which is the the motor actually it only exists not to drive anything, but only to to charge the battery. They're actually looking that, at that, and some of the a couple of the OEMs are looking at that in a new form of hybrid technology. For trucks. So you have a motor that doesn't power the wheels in the case of a truck. Right. It only charges the battery. Right. But it's, and it wouldn't be, it, it would still be running though. It's not the on and off type hybrid exchange of power that, that you see in the hybrids that are on the road now. Okay. I got it. I got to learn more about this. Yeah, I'm, I want to fi- cruise ship. Thing. Yeah, I want to find out more about the cruise ship because you and I, uh, we were very interested when they they started talking about uh, the new technology of the wind powered cargo ships. Okay, so this one in China is only sightseeing. The one that they're talking about because it, it, it's always this unicorn. Well, you know, if we did this in the planning stages, so a sightseeing thing is you're only going to go out for. Two hours to come back. This one is primarily on the Yangtze River. Uh, it's um, it's one hundred percent electric. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys have oars somewhere on. The, I mean, it's all cruise. it's all lithium batteries. It has to be. There's no motor to charge it. No backup. 
This article doesn't mention it, but that no. doesn't mean it. Now, isn't the remember, case. they're building they're building a whole new uh, kind of uh, cruise ship now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're giving uh, cruises now, for example, on the Columbia River. Mm-hmm. These aren't the same kind of cruise ships; they're much, much smaller. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. The yeah. one in China, right? Is as you said, only right. a, it's only for it's a sightseeing thing. It's not. I don't consider that to be a cruise ship. And they're going to do that in the Great Lakes, but not in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, it may not be able to get through the not not when it would count. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here's my question: with, with uh, I mean, is isn't weight important on boats? Yeah. I mean, how much extra weight? Well, I mean, I mean you have to have limited range. You can't have. <laughs> You cannot have one of those mega cruise ships all battery powered. Okay, well, well, uh, uh, let's throw this in the mix from earlier this year. Here's the headline from CNN Travel. An electric cruise ship with gigantic solar sails is set to launch in 2030. <laughs> Not anytime soon. Solar sails. Okay. Remember the wind-powered, uh, not cruise ship, but cargo ship. Cargo I just ship mentioned that, yeah. That they that you know that we talked about. Yeah, this is. Do they have a picture. I'm looking, trying to look. At, okay, there's the picture of the wind-powered one, or no, of the, the solar, the solar one, zero solar. emission that relies yeah. on wind, yeah, and solar power. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it won't be going very far. <laughs> it's a one-day cruise. Okay, the vessel will be electric and equipped with batteries that will be charged with renewable energy when in port. That's the, the solar sails yeah, will be they, charging it in port. They will also be powered by retractable sails covered in solar panels. By the way, it looks like a much smaller ship. Yeah, I can't get a grasp much, on, much smaller on what the capacity is uh, for. It says. Yeah, there it is. Okay. So it says it'll have a range. Get this. A range of 300 to 350 nautical miles, meaning that during an 11-day round trip, one liner would have to charge around seven or eight times. Right. Well, uh, th- these would have a, a maximum capacity of 500. Mm-hmm. Much smaller ship. Yeah. How, how many right. people are on those new? Because they've got some new ones out there. Well, they got five thousand. Oh, on the on the actual cruise ships. They're, I mean, a real cruise. The the real, the yeah. actual real cruise ships. Yeah. Where you're not nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the not nervous cruise ships. Yeah. The ones where you don't sweat. The one the ones where you don't feel like you have to wear your life jacket the whole time. <laughs> you mean that one? The ones where you bring on your own fire extinguisher? You mean that one? So this, or don't bring on your own fire extinguisher? So this new electric cruise ship that has been named the Titanic 2. <laughs> the never gonna set sail. All right. Hmm. What's the next question if they're building it? Are there government subsidies for this? Well, the one that, I'm seeing, uh, you mean the one that they're planning here in the in the U.S.? No, nah, the one that oh. I was looking at there. Okay. Well, any There's of them one that in, they're planning. The, the one here from uh, the, the CNN article is in Norway. 
Um, yeah, that's yeah, what I was looking at. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure they have their hand out. Yeah. I'm sure they'd love it. I don't know if there's political will. So they can make them. it yeah. with subsidies. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't want to say it yet unless I know it's they got subsidies. Right. Yeah. Well, look, uh, they're not. I would guess that on a new ship, new type of ship, the curiosity at first would be to the extent that it would drive and support short term a higher price for booking, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't have the capacity means it's going to be more expensive anyway. Isn't that what they said about the Titanic? <laughs> Everybody wanted to be on the first one? Yeah, probably not uh, me. I'm going to wait for a while on that. Call me in 2045. Yeah. No, it's... Look, when it comes down to it, this is uh, this is the world that we live in. You know, your cruise ship is basically, I got it. Hey, I got a zero emissions boat. Some call it a kayak. <laughs> I get it. No, it's actually, you're actually producing because you're breathing in order to make that thing run. So as we found out nope. this week with the trolling motor. Okay. Kayak, I thought you might be rowing. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like a chump? Not rowing? Pedaling, actually, in the kayak is typically what you do. I mean, rowing if if your foot pedals aren't working. But actually, the new ones have little engines on them. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what a waste Motors. of time this is talking about it. But it's really happening. So we No, have it's to happening. I know. That's the thing. This is the ridiculous nature of it all. Curiosity will drive the beginning of anything in terms of new technology. When, when it comes to innovation, we are curious. The question is, what's the demand? What's the actual demand? And, you know, the cruise industry is a, it's a different kind of, we're talking about a Totally different kind of uh, vehicle, means of transportation. It's not about getting A to B. It's about the experience. So to that extent, there will be a different type of curiosity. Uh, and that, that point may actually mean that it lasts longer, that the, the drive to be on it, the, the demand to, to get on that ship at least once. I did see this. So taxpayer dollars, Michigan launches grant program to promote electric boats on the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, subsidies are going into it already. Yeah. And there, I mean. Because that's my point. Is this something that's being driven by the private sector? Is this purely something that comes from the government sector? And it's a public-private partnership. I'll do some research. That's something I can do research on over Christmas vacation. The concepts are very interesting. And there's a few different concepts that are out there. And the ones that are being talked about on the big ones, sorry, you're just not going to get there. You know what it takes to power that size of a boat? Oh. You're not going to get there. 86690 Red Eye. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. Most of us associate this time of year with... Yes, sleigh bells or jingle bells, but some of our farmers associate it with 
Even if they haven't used a cowbell in 30 years, of course, we're talking about our dairy producers, some of which have been told more than once they were crazy to get into the dairy business in the first place. Sometimes I think I'm crazy. Uh, Ken Smith, dairyman from Remington, Virginia, he says Christmas Day around his place is actually crazy, or to use his word, fragmented. Uh, You get about six hours with your family, and the rest of the help get about six hours, and everybody comes together to make sure the work gets done. Work. The cows have to be milked and fed on Christmas Day just like any other day. So on Christmas Day, in order to let the Smith family have some time and the other workers to have part of the day also... We have to reach out and help everybody else. That's the spirit. But Ken may get a really rare, important gift this year after 40 years in the business. We're really close to the break-even point. (laughs) Yeah, uh, right. Crazy. Crazy. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Washington. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Lubes. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. It's time for the final Gaslight Before Christmas. Yeah. All right. right. Gaslighting Before Christmas. Here we go. Uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday. And what we're seeing here at the border, the migration flow, uh, increased migration flow, certainly uh, it, you know, it ebbs and flows. And we're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border. And it's not unusual. What's going on at the border is not unusual. Yeah. And again, gaslighting is when she's lying mm-hmm. and the, the reporters there in the room know she's lying. Mm-hmm. The people surrounding her, John Kirby next to her, he knows she's lying. The people watching on TV know she's lying. We know she's lying. You know she's lying. She knows that everybody knows she's lying, and she lies anyhow. Yep, and states it as an obvious fact and that you're blind for not seeing what right. she just lied about. Exactly. Walking in a winter wonderland. Gary and Eric on Red Eye Radio. And make sure you download our Red Eye Radio app today. You can listen when and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, as we know, and I I saw that uh, uh, it's uh, been a tough season for people buying gifts. Yeah. And so we decided to look here, doing our due diligence here to make sure we give you all the information of anything surrounding inflation in the holidays. Right. right. And therefore, this was released, and I'm sorry we didn't cover this important thing about a week ago when this came out, uh, because some of the media had it. Well, this Mm -hmm. one actually just was, it was originally published on December uh, 1st at USA Today. Okay. How much is the 12 days of Christmas going to cost this year? as opposed to last year. All right. The total for everything, mm-hmm. $46,730. No. Specifically, a partridge in a pear tree, 319 bucks, Up 13.9% from 
from last year when a partridge in a pear tree was 280 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, how do they figure that out? What a partridge costs? Can you buy a partridge? They had to look at what a pear tree costs, right? Is it just the pear tree? Is it, a, in, is, is it planting the pear tree on your property? It, you would think that planting a pear tree on your property, just that alone is going to cost 319 bucks. Can you buy the partridge without the pear tree? That would be another question. Meanwhile, two turtle doves, 750 bucks. That was the biggest inflation. Two turtle doves, 25% more than last year. 750 bucks as opposed to $600 last year. But then again, you get to three French hens. Now, two mm. turtle two turtle doves skyrocketed. Yeah. Three French hens only went up 3.5% over the last year. From $319 last year to $330 this year. And don't buy the knockoff French hens. You know, the ones that are actually from Denmark. Well, you you might want to, you could substitute the four calling birds if you wish to save some money mm. for the French hens because they came in at 600 bucks, and it was the same. 0% inflation on calling birds. There's lower demand for calling birds. I guess so. It's just kind of run its course. Well, supply and demand, I've never seen a calling bird. Then again, I've never seen three French hens. Yeah. Well, then, to be honest with you, I've never seen two turtle doves or a partridge in a pear tree. Five golden rings. So what, gold hasn't gone up? They say it's the same as last year. That's not true. If they're saying golden as in color, that's one thing. If they're saying golden as in actual gold, Oh, okay. Okay. I think it has gone up since last year. Yeah. Now, the important thing is now the six geese Elaine. Now, here we go. 780 bucks up from 720 last year, up 8.3%. Yeah. yeah. Seven swans. <laughs> mm. That's a tongue twister. Seven swans a swimming. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you don't want the walking swans. You want the ones that are swimming. The walking swans? Yeah. Seven no swans a-swimming. Yeah? How much? 13125 bucks, but no inflation from last year. None. Now, here's the one that I would dispute. Mm-hmm. Eight maids a-milking. Well. They say it would only cost 58 bucks. Is do they need to unionize? And, and does Starbucks have to get their union to the eight maids of milking? Eight maids of milking, fifty-eight bucks. How do they come up with that? I mean, that's that's not a living wage. I hope they're not trying to substitute soy milk. You know, cutting back on the work. Well, the maids are a milking. You don't have apparently technology doing it because there's maids are doing it. That means they have well, to they work. say they're doing it. All right. Quiet quitting maids. That's the problem. They're not putting in the work. Oh, they're they're trying to. They're doing it remotely. <laughs> Eight maids uh, buying some milk. <laughs> Nine ladies dancing. Well, $8,308. No, Hunter said that's it's a lot higher. No, no, we're not. Hmm? We're not talking lap dancing. 
Oh! Yeah, we're talking regular damage. Oh, okay. Well, then my research yeah. is deeply flawed. Yes, deeply, deeply flawed. That's right. Yeah. Okay, eight, well, eight, then. Well, wait a minute. How can nine ladies dancing cost you $8,308, but eight maids of milking 58 bucks? I'm calling bogus or, on this. Or it is, you know, the type of dancing that Hunter prefers. Now, hmm? 10 lords a-leaping. Well, here we go. $14,539. You know why? You know why that's more than nine ladies dancing and eight maids of milking? Hmm. Wage inequity. Males get paid more. Two story. 11 pipers piping. Well, that was only 3,207 bucks. Actually, nine ladies dancing make more money. Than eleven pipers piping, so again, that isn't gender inequality. Well, it, it is because well, the pipers, assuming it's male pipers, they show all the pipers as being men. Now, again, is that gender stereotyping? Mm. Now, pipers need to unionize; they need to get it together. And finally, twelve drummers drumming. All right, three thousand four hundred and sixty-eight bucks. It really? costs up 6.2% from last year. Mm. The grand total, mm-hmm. $46,730. Overall prices did increase. Several gifts had no change. Oh. Mm. <laughs> they haven't counted shipping costs. <laughs> High shipping and packaging prices that haven't decreased. Since the pandemic are still limiting the ease from shopping at home, the total cost of buying all 12 items online comes to 52. Wait a minute. How do you ship humans? Comes to 52,024 bucks, which is 4.8% more than 2022. Well, the humans have to be on a bus or on a plane. So there's that. Oh. And, and what about, uh, you know... What, uh, Tony writes this, by the way. I'm glad I bought my two turtle doves last year and froze them. <laughs> Tony, you're a smart man. Thank you. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Thank you. That's a great idea. Wish I would have thought about it. <laughs> but here I am, like a chump, paying more. Yep. Uh, oh, you, this is really interesting. That... Uh, I'm looking at, they have the graph going all the way back to 1984. Yeah. Did you know, like in 2019, it was 38993 bucks to buy everything. Then 2020, everything crashed to 16000 Ah. So it's gone yeah. back up drastically. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want the turtle doves from 2020. Not the same. You know? You could have saved some money, but not the same. It's just not the same. Getting back to the last political thing here that I want to discuss, because I want to get, I, it's like, okay, it's, you know, it's the the White House is done with their gaslighting. So, and I just saw it yesterday. Did you see that now they're thinking that Manchin is seriously considering running for president? Well, good luck. I It's not going to go anywhere. I, I don't, th- there will be maybe a little bit of, fundraising a few donors here and there sorry 
Does anybody have Mansion in the race? I don't think so, do they? No. I don't think so. Wait, did someone put a hypothetical? I haven't seen it. I don't think they I don't think they did. Now I'm going through I'm looking at uh, real clear politics now all the different polling out there. Well, it's look, you have to ask yourself, well first of all if if there were a real calling, it, it's the same with Liz Cheney. Oh, you'll know when there's a real calling for Mansion or Cheney to run because they'll already have announced it before December 22nd. <laughs> I mean, they still haven't announced it, but you know what I mean? Hey, yes, We're not going to be talking about it, whether or not they're thinking about it on December 22nd, the year before. The point being is, well, you go back to uh, Hillary, 2004. Remember when, you know, there was... Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so Bush reelected 2004, and in 2004, people were saying, look, Hillary needs to run, and then beyond 2004. Hillary needs to run, well, I don't know, I don't know. And then, boom, in 2008, she ran. She didn't get the nomination, but she ran, and it was that one of those things that built up. Well, tell me who's calling for Joe Manchin to run. It, it might be that the no labels party right now is so desperate to have just a, I don't know, just a candidate. I forgot about no labels. That they're calling him <laughs> every day, please, please. But the people aren't calling on yep, Joe Manchin. But he's taking positions. Yeah, now that he's not running for Joe Senate was, again. Joe was like, or did, uh, the other day he was closed the borders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can no labels have a candidate oh, who I says you're saying. close Look. the borders? Well, here's here's the problem. As soon as you have a candidate, you're going to start having labels. <laughs> and it's no labels. Uh, right. By the way, I'd love this here. I just went to the no labels website to see if anything's changed. Mm. And there it is. Donate to no labels. I want to donate to them because they're the kind of political party that I wish to support. They stand for nothing. Yeah. I don't like labels. What if you're just a person that hates labels in general? You've been against labels your entire life. You don't like labels on products. You don't like labels. You're just anti-label. <laughs> I can't find on their website platform. There's not one. You know why? We checked about a month ago. Because when you put your platform out, then... From that point on, you have a label. Yeah, not going to work. Yeah, common sense solutions, but they won't tell you what. Because you would think, you know, you would think that they would take, because if I was going to form a new political party, I'd simply say, where do 70% of Americans agree on? Right? Yeah. You take those issues, you pound them, here's where we stand. Mm -hmm. But they haven't done that. No. Well, because then they would be, again, subject to a label. label. That's the way it's going to come down. They're going to be called left or right. 
Moderate means nothing. Independent really means nothing when you formed a party. Right. While we're in it, well, there's already an, I mean, technically, those who are independent. So where do you go on it? Well, you're going to have to take a position as a party. We don't want to take a position. All right, bye. God, how childish. No, I mean, it's From the like, very beginning, it's been so childish. It's as if it's, by not taking positions, they are virtue signaling. We stand for nothing. We're better than you. Well, can you imagine <laughs> showing up for a, as a kid back in the day, showing up for a game of grope football? Used to be called touch football, but clearly now. Where the hell are you going on has, this? My God. Used to be called touch football. you okay. got to call it what it is now. Okay. No, it makes and sense. then you say, yeah, do I don't want to be on either team, but I want to play. <laughs> uh, we don't need a ref. In that case, see, in a game like that, a ref is just a snitch. <laughs> 866-90-RED-EYE. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Friday Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. Eric, have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas have to you, Gary, Christmas. and my best to your family Thanks. and your dad. Thanks. And, um, again, you. you and your family. Uh, your share everything uh, uh, with your dad about you know the fact that he basically has contributed to the show all these years. <laughs> uh, the wisdom of John McNamara, which uh, is a big part of the show, and we thank him for that. Thanks to uh, all of our. Great listeners. It's just it's been just, it is just amazing throughout the show this morning. So many well wishes and Merry Christmases coming across to all of you. Thank you. Thank and because we we can't do it without you folks. And mm -hmm. we thank you. We thank all of our great sponsors. But a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you as well. Brian and Alan are, are yeah, great Brian staff. Yeah, Brian and Alan, just the best production staff on the planet. Well. Yeah. Well, they're listening right now. I mean. Oh. I forgot. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll we'll do some real talk on the way to the car. <laughs> Merry, uh, Christmas, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, everybody. Too. Enjoy it. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Should we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.